Hey, so welcome. Today, I am happy to be joined by Rukmini Ando on the Integral Yoga Podcast. Rukmini has been practicing yoga since 2004. She's been teaching since 2010. She is certified in advanced integral yoga, adaptive yoga, stress management, yoga of recovery, and Raja Yoga. She currently serves as program development director, graphic designer, and yoga teacher, and is a member of the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, as well as the leadership team at Satchidananda Ashram Yogaville. She holds a bachelor's degree in engineering and is also a fine artist specializing in oil on canvas. So Rukmini, thanks so much for taking the time to be here. Yeah, we get to work together uh, and be in community together all the time. So uh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, what an honor. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Uh, so I want to start out by asking uh, sort of a deeper question, I guess, but for you, like, what's this whole life thing about? What's the point of this? The point of life? Yeah. Of being in the human body? <laughs> yeah, like, what, what do you want to do with your time? I um, definitely, ultimately, you know, be a positive, a positive force, um, you know, in whatever I get involved with as far as work, as far as relationships, and um, yeah, I think I I think for me life is about about relationships. It's about um, you know doing good for others, and and then through it learn you know burn the ego and uh, and becoming a better version that I can be. So um, yeah, it's about evolving. Um, love and, and finding love in, in so many different layers and uh, different different spectrums of of love and connection. So yeah, I think that summarizes it somehow. <laughs> well done. Uh, why 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 is being a positive influence important to you? Well I guess because uh, we live in duality right? It's uh, the world is made of dualities. It's men, women, dark, bright, uh, and, you know, bad and good. So I think, I think being uh, a positive light, a positive force means to, you know, for the betterment of others and humanity on, you know, in an ultimate uh, level so so yeah to find because there is so much um, so much you know forces that bring us down and and that and respecting that existence is always part of it I would say in order to to find balance in life but um, but being part of something uh, some a co-creation of of something that can, you know, help people heal, help people uh, find joy, help people find contentment, help people find, um, yeah, acceptance, I think is, uh, mm. is important to me. And it makes, 
you know, me feel more of um, uh, used, used in a good way, like used by God, per se. Mm. But uh, yeah, so, so I think if I can put myself in, in a work or in a situation in which I can, I can bring that out of myself and out of others. I think it's much easier when we're focusing on others because then you kind of like, you have to kind of like step up in order to, to, to raise others vibrations. So if I'm just by myself, I perhaps don't, don't feel that, that need as much as if I am, you know, in relation to other people. So I think, uh, I think, yeah, being able to connect with others uh, is, it's really important to to find that motivation, right? So, I don't know. Mm. Does that answer your question? Yeah, sure. No, it's great. So, it sounds like being in community and in relationship with other people is you find that kind of important for your health. You would say. Yes. Yes. For sure. That's definitely how how I feel as far as my mental health goes, which you know brings up the the pandemic situation in which it's so challenging I know like for some uh, people they're more introspective they're you know not as social as I am coming from a tropical country and uh, Latino culture like for me is is so important to have that warmth that presence of each other and um, yeah so for me it's it's really hard to be isolated uh, physically and isolated you know from from others for sure yeah, so I find it pretty interesting, actually, how people react differently to social situations, right? Like, I think for many, it can create anxiety, right? Like being around other people, even though we're supposed to be having a good time, maybe having a party, hanging out, maybe inside, internally, I'm not really feeling that way. I want to be more by myself. There's, there's like a pressure there. But for you, it sounds like maybe it's easy. It's very natural to just like, Hey, we're hanging out. Like, this is what it's about. Like, I just want to enjoy. And it's easy for you to, to kind of let go into that experience. Is is that correct? Yeah. 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 It's interesting for me to hear that. You know, that's yeah. For some people, it really might feel a little bit of an anxiety, but I, I normally don't feel that way unless I'm on like PMS and <laughs> about to get my period then I really don't want to see anybody probably best for other people that I don't see them but uh (laughs) but definitely when yeah I I feel very relaxed in social situations and I think that's a way for me to also regain my energy like when I can can be with others and and listen to others and, and and understand their point of view and hear uh, their experiences. Uh, and yeah, I feel very rejuvenated with that. Mm. You mentioned uh, duality uh, and kind of a heaviness and a light energy that that exists. Uh, I just tend to sense like a lot of light energy in, in you, generally speaking. Do you set an intention like specifically to kind of, you know, have this this lightness about you to look at life as maybe, um, I don't know, more of like a fun experience or is it just something that comes naturally to you and you don't need to set any intention? 
I think it comes out more naturally. And, um, and I would say that for me, it's, I am a little naive sometimes like, to a fault to like trust others and, mm. and believe others are good, which I do. <laughs> and, you know, regardless, uh, I do like ultimately think uh, humans and people are ultimately um, good in, in their nature. And, but I, I will say that I think, you know, being in the yogic path and, and being a, a triple Virgo, I analyze a lot. <laughs> and so, um, just recently, I actually realized that my like my through my childhood and early age years, I was very protected. So my mom, uh, my sister, my sister would would kind of be a little a little bit violent uh, and aggressive, but my brother would protect me against her. I'm the third and, and youngest, so so I was always very protected and very like. I never had to defend for myself. I never had to worry about anybody bugging me uh, because my mom was the principal of the school from, uh, you know, when I was born until I was like, I don't know, 12 maybe. So if anybody would even think about doing anything against me, they would have to talk to my mom. <laughs> Everybody was afraid of her. So so I, I just now, you know, just recently I realized how like protected mm. I was. And even in that sense of protection, that sense of being safe, that sense that not everybody can experience, mm. was able to experience that through life. So I do, I do feel very blessed, very fortunate for having that safety so concrete in my being, like it's, it's solid um this sense of safety that I have so so you know I would I remember you know being my uh, late teenage years like hitchhiking on you know on the road in Brazil as well as in the U.S. when they moved here so I I do feel safe regardless uh, and it is not conscious it's not something I have to you know set an intention and and I think perhaps because I I have that so solid in in my life experience uh perhaps you know it allows me to to yeah come uh and show up with with that lightness and show up with that that safety and and trusting energy like i i i truthfully like you know trust um so so yeah i think i think that would be uh the reason for it yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, I resonate with it a lot myself too, because I think I have some of that same kind of natural energy that I think the point that you made is a really good one, right? It could come from childhood, uh, maybe uh, feeling protected and safe, you know, as a child. Um, but as you mentioned, you know, often there's, there's an upside and a downside, you know, there's the benefit and then uh, there's, um, there's something that's challenging there too. Uh, so I'll ask you about that. Like for myself, I think I've, I've learned to unfortunately maybe be a little bit less trusting. I don't know if, if those are necessarily even like the right words, but you just get burned a little bit, you know, through life, maybe because of, of being slightly naive or, or not aware that other people, their, 
their experience is so different and the way they react to situations is, is, uh, is not like <laughs> the way that I do. Um, and so, you know, it, it's hard to go through some of that fire and that suffering, right. And you don't want to do it again. So therefore you have to kind of put up some sort of a shell, a barrier to protect yourself in a way. Have you found that you've had to, to do that at all? like to protect to protect me so yeah that's that's the um, the thing perhaps because I feel like I, I had been so protected I never had to defend for myself and so it's almost like when I guess for me in in my path I so I I was born in Brazil and lived there until I was about 21 and and that's when they moved to the US and that's when they kind of like removed that family protection in a way and i wanted to like okay now i want to be independent now i want to you know we say in portuguese like put my face uh, you know to be slapped and uh you know there's a, a saying kind of like that so i wanted to like face things and and go through things so in a way i I did feel like I had to learn. I had to learn to protect myself uh, because of course it's a different culture, it's a different country, different language. So definitely I had to, you know, step up and in order to find that independence. Um, but I don't think that uh, changed my, 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 you know, safe, uh, feeling of of being you know with people or or trusting so I mean I I try especially you know after working here for a while um it's it's interesting to be able to like also you know give the benefit of the doubt and of course you know like this this safety and trusting that I'm, I'm sharing perhaps with other people who's experienced a relationship with me didn't see that, but, <laughs> but I guess, you know, it's, um, I think it's, yeah, it, perhaps it's a little different when in, it comes to like work relationships or, but I do, I do always try to, yeah, after seven years of working here, try to prioritize, you know, the relationship over am I being right or wrong or, you know, give the benefit of the doubt don't take things personally. And, and perhaps that's a way that I protect myself by keeping these uh, relationships um, or most of them, uh, keep them okay in the good standard. So I want to understand you. So you're saying like prioritize the relationship. Do you mean in a way like, would you say lead with love or prioritize love? Uh, I would say like, I would apologize and humble myself and say I'm wrong in order to, you know, to keep mm. that relationship. I would, that that's what I mean. And perhaps to me, that's a way I protect myself from any other, you know, um, conflict or uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing I discover more and more is like conflict. I, I don't know what good it does. <laughs> you 
you know, like to be in conflict and have that, that bad energy. I don't think it's helping the other person. I don't think it's helping me either. Uh, but it's, uh, it's not always easy, easy to see that, right? Like, I don't know about you, but like for me that there's something maybe because of inputs from society or my experience as a child, I don't know what it is, but like, there is a part of me that will like move into like feeling righteous Right. And maybe being angry at someone else and, and having that conflict. So I mean, I personally, I find that the yoga has helped a lot of that. Right. And, and kind of remembering the unity, the unity of yoga that, that even though maybe I disagree with this person that I still wish them well. Right. Yeah. 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 Ultimately that's, that is uh, where we want to get to. It's like, yeah, there is like these things on the surface that like, ah, we disagree. And then there's a little conflict. There are these reasons. And then we try to use our rational brain to justify. And <laughs> there's like, oh, these blah, 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 blah. And then, but then, yeah, I think yoga definitely helps us to like, okay, honestly, like, you know, what is the most important? And I think that's something we learn in, in nonviolent communication, right? Like the, the most important part of this interaction is the connection. It's, the understanding and um yeah so definitely i i think yoga too helps with with that as well in the sense of like you know we we go to meditation we connect with with the stillness with the higher uh power and okay you know this is this is the most important and then whatever happens on this level you know it's okay we'll mm -hmm. we'll play with it <laughs> Yeah. How did, how did you discover yoga? What was your entry point? It was during college years. I was trying to, you know, be more in shape. And uh, there was a yoga studio right in front of the gym I started going to. And after three months of being at the gym, I got tired of the repetition and, and just like, I'll try yoga. So I tried it and I fell in love with the practice as in my like, you know, the, ch the free child class that I took. So it was like, oh my God, this is like everything that my body and my mind ever wished for. So it, it felt like very, I don't know if natural is the right word to describe, but it felt like, oh, like this is exactly what I need. And and it's funny because like that Nali Kriya thing that is kind of hard for most people to do. I remember being able to do that since I was like 13. And so maybe, you know, past lives, I've, I've done yoga before. And when I did it, it was like, <laughs> like, okay, this is, yeah, I dig it. <laughs> but you, you mentioned starting it for the physical aspects of it, but that right away you saw the benefit, uh, for your for your mental state of being yeah. as as well was that kind of like unexpected you're just like oh i feel better in my mind you know i when i started before i did that first trial practice i read a little bit about it and i remember you know uh reading something about breathing practices and i used to have like some sinuses stuff and i was like oh maybe that will help so i kind of knew there was like some type of breathing practices but i never realized how impactful it was going to be for like my emotional being for my mental 
um, health. So, so that definitely was like, yes, yes, mm. mind blowing when I first like took that class. And of mm. course, at that point, I wouldn't even be able to describe this that that I had no idea about, you know, mind and emotional bodies and all that. But uh, I definitely felt it was the right thing to do. Mm. And uh, what's your practice like these days? So I meditate every day and I do pranayama. I think before I came to Yogaville, I was doing more asana. I was doing more asana every day and I couldn't really meditate, like sit in silence for more than a minute. But then once I moved here, things kind of shifted. Even though I started teaching more, I didn't practice asana as much, but my meditation practice definitely got better. And now that I have a sauna, I meditate in the sauna and then take a cold shower. So it's, it's just mm. pretty rev- revitalizing. Mm. <laughs> so a- as someone who maybe didn't find meditation to be such an easy practice to begin with, and that now it sounds like maybe you've fallen in love with meditation or you see the need for it, what would you say to someone that's that's kind of struggling with uh, developing their own meditation practice? Yeah, so I mean, for me, it was definitely the hardest practice of yoga in general was to be able to meditate. That was like worse than doing a headstand, worse than doing, you know, like balance on one hand. That's harder <laughs> for sure. And uh, so, yeah, be patient. And I think cultivating acceptance Mm. of where you're at is the first step to anything. And um, and then from that point of acceptance, then we can, okay, let's, you know, baby steps. And there's no rush to get anywhere, really. Like we are perfect as we are and and have fun with, with the, the process of, you know, whatever goal that you have. And uh, yeah, there's no rush. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, acceptance. I'm finding that to be more and more of a key and also a challenging, <laughs> a challenging one to simply just accept. It's like so obvious, like, why would I not accept? How could I not accept? But <laughs> right. at the same time, there's like a part of the self that like, wants to rebel against what is. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it might be the the times we were born in and uh and how, you know, that's how culture and western culture um, you know, how we learn, how we watch, how why we observe and um, you know, criticism there's always this it's easier to criticize. It's easier, you know, than to like be present. So, uh, and, and yoga brings us back to that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, I think the culture is saying, you know, it's not good enough. We have to make it better. And then we make it better. It's still not good enough. We have to make it better. <laughs> it's like this whole, a whole life of, of striving to, to get somewhere and it's impossible to ever get there, right? Right, and perhaps that answers that question that you had earlier about like, you know, why why do I want to be in this positive force? Mm. Uh, Because it perhaps that is, yeah, that is part of that duality. It is us like seeing, perhaps because when we 
when we in our minds or in our dreams we have such a beautiful vision of how things could be and and us as as mere you know human beings we we want to manifest and we have that vision we know in our heart that that can exist so perhaps that is that is what motivates us to to do better and and follow this light yeah i don't know about you but like more and more i'm just becoming interested in the meeting place between the two sides between the two perspectives right almost see it as like like a gentle determination right or like mm. accept, acceptance and determination so it's like i'm totally accepting how how things are and it feels right to move in this direction to perhaps make things a little bit better but not to get too stuck in the making things better because then then you lose it right right because because it's all everybody's on a different pace right and we when we want to to manifest certain things it doesn't only depend on us it also there's also like this dance with what's happening out here and it, like we can't you know ra- grow like a plant and just like put a bunch of fertilizer in there and then think oh why is it not growing fast <laughs> you know <laughs> because it all takes it's it's on time so so yeah i think being humans with like such speedy minds and with technology too we might like feel that like this instant gratification all the time with how like you know being on the screen and on your phone and on like social media whatever it's like that's what our minds like and and sees and and craves for so when we're like trying to you know grow a garden it's so different <laughs> it's like the pace of that and the work and so i don't know i think that that might be yeah something something to hmm. do with that it's like a it's like a noticing of the speed what speed mm. am i operating at and how does it feel to maybe slow down a little bit uh would i know you you're an artist too and you love to do art so when you're when you're doing art what what does that feel like in terms of speed for you does oh. it feel like you're you're going really fast or are you going really slow time stops hmm it stops there's no time when I am completely focused. This is one of my little pieces here, uh, <laughs> the chakras. Um, so um, when I when I really get into it, and it's funny because I am a, such a social person. But when it's when it comes to like my art, I want to be you know. There's nothing else exists. It's just that piece, the colors, the textures the arrangement of things and and the creation just happens and I don't know how it happens but it happens and I I completely lose sense of time and and if I have like a do a do um uh, how do you say uh, not the words uh, I lost the words if I have to do those things in a, like in a period of time like if I'm rushed mm. to get something done for like okay you need to do this by this time like a deadline yeah. deadline yeah <laughs> I have deadlines all the time <laughs> anyways at work but um um 
if I feel that I have a deadline to finish an art piece, it, I get stuck. Like there's, it, it just doesn't flow. So it's very interesting how the, the creative energy works and uh, the focus and yeah, the relationship with time. Yeah. So when you, when you're in that flow, is it, is it the intuition and the mind working together to create something or is it, is it all intuition that there is like no, hardly any mind there at all? There's definitely mind there, but I would say, I would say perhaps that that was uh, one of the reasons why I got into yoga and meditation, because when I discovered meditation, I was like, oh, when I'm painting, I'm meditating. Mm. <laughs> I am in that space of oneness. And I don't know if it's, you know, part of my mind or part, part of my intuition or part of my hand moving. I don't know. It's just one. So, and I think that's why time stops or ceases to exist because I am so focused in, in that moment that I, there's, yeah, it, it, it really is perhaps my my easiest way to meditate is to yeah find that that state while I am painting. So perhaps like again going back to the question you had on on like what would I you know recommend people who are beginning to meditate? Perhaps they do have a, a practice like this that they find themselves already, that they know the mm -hmm. feeling of being, you know, one with whatever they're doing, that they lose track of time. They, they, they already, that already exists in them while they're doing, doing something. And then when we're meditating, I think that's what you can compare with. Hmm. So then did like something click for you, uh, which changed your meditation practice when you realized like, oh, I can kind of tap into that same energy and feeling that I have when I'm creating art and and maybe experience something similar while I'm meditating. Yes, it's, it's similar, but it's different. Mm. And I would say it's harder because this like painting and drawing is something I do since I'm like two years old. So, and because it's a physical, you know, material like you're seeing it happening right then and I think it's much easier because there is that physical aspect and um and the, and then meditation is so much harder to focus because it's so subtle it's so if if things you know just start flowing and and all of a sudden you oh I'm thinking again <laughs> and I'm thinking again I'm thinking again so I think it's definitely different but when i can find that finally find that stillness for for th those brief moments then then perhaps it's even deeper than the painting experience i would say that is is it's harder but it's deeper it's mm. yeah uh, unexplainable <laughs> Which makes total sense to me, actually. But it's like it's almost like diving into the deep end of of the pool uh, to just sit and meditate, right? And 
I think what you're talking about is such an important uh, key uh, for us to realize is that we all meditate actually in different activities. I could say for mm -hmm. myself, when I was a, a child, it was more sports. Like when I would be playing sports, that would be like my uh, meditative activity. And, and it's always something that we love, I think too, which is yeah. a key. So it's like to find that love, foster that love in our meditation practice eventually as well. But it's, it's like you said, the difference is like, there's this anchor, right? It's like, okay, I have this objective to do, you know, catch the ball, score the point, or, you know, create this piece of art. Uh, so that's like the, the anchor of, of what to focus the mind on, which you can have the exact same thing in meditation. It's actually, that's what the practices are, you know, uh, have a mantra or notice the breath or uh, feel the body, those types of things. So it's like, it's doing the same thing, but it, I think it's just like at the, the higher level of it. Yeah. But the reward yeah. is better, you know? <laughs> that's true perhaps yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i think i like i like that you use the word anchor and uh yeah that that's definitely the case and um and perhaps yeah in yoga sutras they do say about constant the difference between concentration and meditation and and perhaps that is but i i would say that i do even though it's concentration when i'm painting i would say that i do reach a state of meditation as well but then again, when it's just sitting and consciously uh, trying to reach that, then yeah, the reward is is deeper. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I wanted to ask you about uh, teaching. Uh, both, just simply, why do you teach? Why do you? Why have you chosen to to spend your time teaching? And then, uh, are you missing it at all during the the pandemic time? Yes, uh, thank you for asking that because I do see teaching yoga as like perhaps one of the most beautiful or rewarding sadhanas that to me that I can do. And, and the, reason, the reason I teach, again, I think because it, it is a way that I can fulfill this this perhaps this need of being a positive force. So for, for me, it's a way that I can provide that, that I can try to be a clear vehicle for the teachings that are so powerful. And, and the reason I say it's, it's such a powerful sadhana for me is because when I teach, it's almost like I try my best to get out of the way. Uh, so it's almost like whatever personal issues or a personal um, needs or an individual uh, desires that I have is put to the side so I can serve, so I can do and, and use my brain so I can you know, bring what the, these people need. Like, mm. what do they need? What, what would be beneficial for them? And I probably don't know what they need, but just being in, in that, that place of trying to serve them as best as I can. And it's not serving me, it's for them. Uh, I'm not saying these words, I'm not putting you in these poses for myself, it's for you. So, so I think when, when and, and that to me is the, the real karma yoga, right? When we are completely out of the picture and we like 100% want to serve others. 
So I think that's that's such a powerful practice uh, because of that that aspect. I think when I'm like meditating, it's it's all no. This is this is for others because if I'm feeling better, it would be better for others. But it's still something for myself. When I am teaching, it's like I'm get I'm having the worst day of my life. If I am asked to teach, somehow, somehow, <laughs> I can be there and 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 give the you know these instructions and put people in yoga nudra and relaxation. I'm like, I remember, like seriously, the day I was like, the mo- I felt like a zombie. I was so numbed by such extreme negative feelings on that day it was like completely devastated but I was I was scheduled to teach a class in Farmville and I had to go to DMV to do my license or whatever something I had to do there and I remember my picture my DMV is like so bad (laughs) my driver's license is like the worst thing I seriously I felt like I was out of my body that was like the the well yeah like just emotionally I was completely horrible and then I went to teach and then when I and I put these people in the needle I was like whoa what just happened like this is so powerful that some I don't think I don't think we can even realize you know how powerful these teachings are and when we can get out of the way like you can still do it you, you know it still benefits others and yeah it's it's definitely something i want to continue to do until the last day of my life yeah mm. Mm. wow i feel like you've you've really integrated uh this experience and the benefit of, of serving and, and, and what it does. And yeah, I think Swami Satchitananda like really, really knew this on, on such a deep level that service is, is the key that nature is set up like this, that when, when we give, when what we're doing is fully in service to someone else, something comes back to us. That's so pleasing. Uh, and it just makes me think of like, what is the possibility of living like more of our lives in service to others where, you know, me is, is out of the way. It's like, there is no, Mm -hmm. it's, it's so, it's like a huge breath of fresh air that I find for myself too. And like, that's why I love meditation too, because for me, like that's, that's the place that I love to go to if I can, when there is no Avi, like he, he is not there, uh, and like even service and, and meditation could be can be something, right? Like I'm giving this meditation uh, to the universe, right? Like my vibration's going to a peaceful state, and I'm just sending out that peace uh, to the world. Um, but however you want to serve, right? Like something happens when that intention is pure to just be there for others, right? Those students doing yoga nidra, like. There is no Rukmini. There, there is only the intention to serve them and be a positive influence on them. 
it's it's so refreshing. <laughs> That's the only word I could think of. It's just like the most refreshing yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 But that, that's a really good, a really good point. Like how, how could I, how could I feel that same way? Like here in, in front of the computer while I'm, you know, working and answering emails, <laughs> like, can I take my own issues out of the way while I am doing my work, like my personal agenda, my, you know, it's like, yeah, how, how could I, because it is ultimately, if, if we could serve in that way with that perspective, like the world would be a much better place. Yeah. That's why I asked you actually the first question that I asked you, like, what's, what's the point of this whole thing? Like, what do you want to do? And that was your, your answer, uh, you know, was to be a positive benefit to others. But I think it's so important because I do feel that that's probably the same answer for all of us is to be a positive benefit for others, but to realize it, that that's my answer. Like, why am I doing what am I, what I'm doing in my life? Like, what's the point of this whole thing? Oh, it's, it's to be of some kind of benefit to everyone else. Uh, that, that I think is just a step just to realize like, that's my intention. Like, I know I'm going to get lost. Like when I do emails and work and whatever, I'm going to get yeah. caught in this other thing anymore, <laughs> but at least maybe I'm taking a step in that direction by realizing that like my, my truer self has that intention. Yeah. And, and I think to the fact that we're in the working for an ashram, I think that perhaps was the reason why we wanted to, you know, work here because we know that this place does you know serve and is such a positive force right mm -hmm. so so being just being part of it not even if I am not aware of this while I am answering my email <laughs> just knowing that I am part of you know such um, a community and organization that is such a positive force on itself and be part of it, even if there are all these different agendas and all these different interests and all these different um, perspectives, I think, yeah, it's like, yeah, really being able to, but then, but then like, yeah, go to the, the next level, it would be that, like, like, could I see my work here the same way I see my, my yoga teaching? And then, definitely like you know more challenging because like you said we do get caught up on things and um and our mind our individuality our personality you know gets in the way uh while dealing with these things more than you know teaching yoga so yeah hmm. yeah uh, rukmini thank you so much it was a great conversation and I'm really happy to be serving alongside you and be living in community with you. Um, I appreciate your energy so much. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, finally, I wanted to, to just ask if someone wanted to get in touch with you or maybe see any of your art, would there be a, a way for them to do that? Yes. Yeah, so I have a website and it's uh, Natalie, it's my given name, uh, dot pixels.com but um and then i also um if you want to reach out to me uh, by email 
you can email me if you, I don't know if yeah. you're going to. I'll, uh, I'll put it in the, uh, I'll put it in the show notes for people, your website and your email, if that's okay with you. Yeah. 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 And like, and I always teach on, uh, on Facebook yoga Vils, um live stream. And I'm also at the IYTV videos. So for yoga. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks so much again, Rukmini. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this content and think others might as well, please feel free to share and subscribe.